الحمد لله رب العالمين والعاقبة للمتقين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين Respected and honorable listeners, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. We once again welcome you towards listening to our program, The Heart of a Muslim, on Merkaz Sahaba, continuing on the story of the Veiled King, where we stopped last week. We discussed what Mawlana Rumi rahimahullah continues with, the story saying, that the veiled king must have told the king of Tabuk many things regarding divine love for him to immediately experience contact with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The king of Tabuk said, May Allah reward you well for opening my eyes and for having joined me to the true beloved, meaning Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is the, this is the way, alhamdulillah, that being who connects one with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a true friend to one, is a true friend of Allah. And it is such beings whom today, to, in today's day and age, are being ridiculed. People say that these people worship their peers. It's not worshiping the peer. It's being and showing gratitude towards that being whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has chosen to join you with your creator. So, showing gratitude, we learn it from the, ta- from the lesson of the Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhu majma'een, Hazrat Abdullah ibn Mas'ud radiallahu ta'ala anhu, who used to run behind Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam, and he used to carry the shoes of Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam. So, people that do that for their sheikhs are not doing anything wrong, but they are the ones that are making amal on the, on the ways that the Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum ajma'in showed us. Yes, we need sight to see it. And we need to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us from the evils of all these evil ones who turn everything in this world, especially which is beneficial to our iman, that they make it as an innovation and people speak out against it. And these are people, many, many a times you hear it from people who, not, who did not even study any deen. But they have some contact with some person from the Arab world or from certain area or from wherever. And all of a sudden, they, it is against their nafs to submit themselves towards a pious person. So now they go out making everybody else uh, trying to convince people that this is not the way of Quran and Sunnah. But if you... If you have to look into the lives of these pious and saintly ones of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you would learn that their every aspect of their life, their every minute is based around Quran and Sunnah of Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam. So this king of Tabuk, he also told the veiled king, take me with you. Your heart is like the fountain head of the fire of love. I beg of you, fill my heart also with true divine love. Casting aside your kingdom, joining the ranks of ordinary laborers, making bricks, dressed in garments of poor, of poor ones, is a clear proof that you have surely seen within yourself another kingdom, which includes the whole world within itself. Look at the words of this, of this, 
the the king of Tabuk, what he say, what he says to the veiled king. So verily, it is like that, and this is the truth. That these people, the saintly ones, have really seen and have witnessed another kingdom within themselves and that is the kingdom which is attached that attachment to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which is brimming in their hearts remember friends many a times when we speak to people also then they say that no that person was a very saintly one and we can never reach up such we can never reach such ranks that indeed is a deception from shaitan. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has closed the doors of nubuwat, but he hasn't closed the doors of becoming his friend. Then you get people who take the literal meaning of things. And what they say, no, Allah is a friend of everybody. So he is my friend already. But like that, when we get the friends of Allah, and oh, even when we befriend people in this world, we have special friends and we have occasional friends. So we should be those special friends of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala whom for, for one iota we do not displease him. And at all times we are ready to submit and sacrifice our desires for his pleasure. That's the effort that is required to bring about a change in today's societies a person whose iman level is low will deal in interest a person whose iman level is low when he's told about keeping his pants above his ankles will definitely keep his pants below his ankles why to show that who are you to tell me what i what i need to do allah is ghafur rahim so this is the type of attitude people have then we have People that run behind all these pop stars or people that will only take, take from a person if he has one million followers or he has two million followers or he has a couple of hundred thousand followers on YouTube and on Facebook and on Twitter. Now that person became a, a very knowledgeable person. Respected friends and elders, we are caught up in a very, uh, you know, in a fantasy world. We are being deceived on a daily basis by our desires in shaitan. The true time where we, will, where we will realize what we did is when the day our eyes close. Someone came to Hazrat Akim Muhammad Akhtar Sahib Rahmatullah and told him that Hazrat, I will change my life inshallah. So Hazrat asked him a question to tell me, how long are you going to love? So the person said, I don't know. So he said, when can Malikal Mot knock on your door? He said, that also I don't know. So he said, so when is the time for us to bring a change? Is it later on or is it now for us to be prepared for the day when we, when we, when we are to meet Malikal Mot and to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? So bringing about the change is not to wait, to wait for the future to bring about a change. The change needs to happen now. For indeed, there's no guarantee or whether we're going to see to, we, we, whether we're going to see one second more or one minute more or one day more in our life. We need to bring about that change. 
So Hazrat Malana Rumi Rahimahullah then says, Apart from these two kings, there were many others who discarded their kingdoms for the sake of divine love. When the divine love struck them, they became victims thereof. It is said that to be killed by Allah's divine love once only is better than to love a thousand lives. And for the bondage that comes about after attaining such love is worth sacrificing even a thousand kingdoms. Remember that. When one is struck by such love, then the body becomes neglected as a result of the strenuous spiritual exercises. But when the great bounty of nisbat, contact with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala becomes uncovered, one is bound to exclaim, Love has reduced my life by half, but in return I have never-ending nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is our objective, my beloved friends and listeners. We have to submit ourselves to the will and command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at all times. The lesson in the story is this, that O self, look within sight and in truth you will discover, you will discover that in place of a life of governing, a life of a dervish is better. Instead of going out to discover lands and to create stuff, the life of a saintly one who is connected with Allah is much better. Yes, if in all those discovering things, it may, brings you close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then you are on the path. But have that, that close bond with the friends of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Next we will go on and we'll just start on the, on the story of Sultan Ibrahim ibn Adam rahimahullah. Divine love made Hazrat Ibrahim ibn Adam rahimahullah cast aside the kingdom of Balkh, after which for 10 years he remained in ibadat in a cave at Neshapur. In this way, he acquired the inner kingdom. Then the poet says, Is the kingdom of the heart preferable or the despised kingdom of Balkh? There are two main ways of reaching to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And for both of these ways, there is substantiation from the Holy Quran. Allah mentions, Allahu yajtabi ilayhi man yasha. Allah chooses for Himself whom He wishes. In other words, Allah attracts towards Himself those whom He pleases. And this is called the manner of jazb. Jazb meaning attraction. And he guides towards himself those who turn to him in repentance. So, if there's no guarantee on our life, let us now introspect and see that what is it that we are doing that is keeping us away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When we make istighfar and tawbah, cry before Allah, 
we are also coming close towards the blessed month of Ramadan. So let us make that effort of entering into the month in a manner which is pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is called the manner of suluk, effort. Suluk is a voluntary act, whereas jazb is an involuntary act. A person is commanded to adopt the manner of suluk, but generally everyone following the way of suluk, personal effort will receive a measure of jazb, attraction from Allah as a result of the spiritual rigors he undertakes. Because without any special bounty from Allah, no one can be successful. In any case, both these ways, jazb and suluk, through Allah's grace, leads towards the objective in becoming fruitful for the heart's progress. A single shadow of Allah's graceful favor is more fruitful than a thousand efforts in obedience. A single shadow of Allah's graceful favor is more fruitful than a thousand efforts in obedience. Thus, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy and favor touched Hazrat Ibrahim ibn Adam rahimahullah, without him exerting himself in spiritual exercises, the king of Balkh was proved to be successful. He cast aside the kingdom of Balkh, but acquired an inner kingdom which was far better than the whole world. In fact, all the treasures of heaven and earth appeared as nothing before it. The king himself did not realize what would be the result of casting aside the fertile and well-irrigated lands of his kingdom for the sake of divine love. Initially, he was unable to foresee how worthless pebbles would be replaced with valuable jewels and how a thorn bush would be exchanged for a flower garden. This is what happens when good fortune comes to a person. Listen, dear friend, when a time of good arrives, it will surely inform you of the opportunity or it will surely inform you of the opportune moments. So listen, dear friends, when the time of good arrives, then it will surely inform you of the opportune moments. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless me, bless you, with, and give, bless us with such an opportunity of attaching ourselves to the friends of Allah and attaching ourselves to Allah in such a manner that for one moment we do not displease Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is most kind, most merciful and all forgiving. Allah bless us. Inshallah until next week. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.